and welcome to this special edition of the Sheffield Hopcast, uh, which for the first time is brought to you sat in a field. Uh, it is currently Sunday, no, it's Saturday afternoon. It feels like Sunday for me because I was here yesterday, so uh, we are at Peak Ender. Um, I'm James, and I have I, I, my first day was yesterday, which was Friday. Adam's here, and you've been here for what, a couple of hours? Yeah, came about one o'clock maybe, got parked up, camped. Um, Went to um, see the Beer O'Clock show, guys, do the interview with Thornbridge, which was really insightful, so really interested to hear that back next week. So, yeah, we've also found a, found a gym. we found a gym. So, uh, Laura is here, but we can't find her, so we thought we'll do what we always do when we can't find Laura. We just wheel her husband out as a substitute. Hi, Jim. Hello, and I'm just eating around a sausage. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> it's an image that I'm sure you have in your mind now. Uh, Jim, how's your weekend been so far? You were here yesterday, we uh, shared quite a few drinks yesterday afternoon, and you did your uh, Meet the Brewer talk, how did that go? Went really well, we had a good number of people, um, who were all really, had a good set of questions, sometimes you end up doing a Meet the Brewer talk where you're just explaining the basics about brewing, whereas actually there were so many insightful questions about the whole, about our industry, about our brewery and about what we're doing. So it was a good kind of a good blend of questions and a good blend of people who are really, really interested. Um, I don't know if you can shed any light on this, but there's been a bit of talk on Twitter this morning. There may have been an incident last night with an internationally renowned uh, figure in the uh, the beer world who may have been involved in an accident involved jumping over some hay bales. Can you shed any light on this one? It happened, yes. <laughs> uh, so Matt from Hawkshead um, had a slight incident... Um, and ended up in in Chesterfield uh, Royal Hospital. <laughs> um, I, surely I shouldn't laugh. I know, but I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he may well have just dislocated his his shoulder, but he may well have also fractured. Uh, it's that much fun that uh, yeah, accidents may happen. That's fine. That's you know, That's what you drink beer. These things happen. You know. I'm sure he didn't feel very much pain at the time. Um, so, um, I mean, I've had quite a few beers over the course of the weekend already. Adam, you've had lesser, but in a bit we're going to meet up with the uh, Beer O'Clock Show guys to, well, we'll reflect on, see what they thought and how um, how things went with their um, their live show that they did with the kind of leading figures from uh, Thornbridge earlier this morning. So we'll, we'll chat to them about that and find out what their favourite beers of the weekend so far have been. Um, and then I think maybe we should... You know, a couple of hours or so give you a chance to get some more beers inside you and um, see what your favourites are. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, do you want to kind of just give us a quick, like, maybe like, you know, just for a minute, paint the picture of, of, of the scene in front of us and, uh, you know, what the what the showground looks like today? Yep. So if you kind of got all around, you've got kind of hillside, you've got trees. In front of us, you've got a nice little stage, there's some nice chilled out music, you've got hay bales, you've got people sat down enjoying the sun you've got kids you've got babies you've got, you know got families just all sat around nice weather nice food um, two different bars um i basically started on a jaipur then got given a bottle of jaipur so i'm double jaipur to start which is always a bit scary um very busy bar lots of um beers already gone i'm hoping they're going to get kind of re- replaced pretty soon and we can get back on um on, on the rest of them, but um, yeah, and the, the the sun has definitely um, improved in the last hour or two since it arrived. So looking forward to the rest of the week. And good point about the weather, by the way. Today is absolutely glorious. Now, yesterday there were people fighting over blankets because it was that cold. By certainly kind of got towards six, seven, eight o'clock last night. Jim will back me up on this. It was freezing, wasn't it? I was still in shorts, but yeah, it was cold. You're, you're more of a man than I am. Jim, are you ever not in shorts? 
Um, when I'm wearing the, the, the requisite uh, PPE at work, no, I'm not always in shorts. So what a great brewer answer that was. Um, hopefully in a bit we'll catch up with Laura as well um, and find out kind of what beer she's enjoyed. Um, yeah, she's off yeah, wedding dress shopping at the moment in uh, somewhere or other. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll maybe try and catch up and have a chat with one or two people as well. Um, maybe catch up with a couple of people from, from Thornbridge who are here um, and just get their take on how the weekend's gone so far. I mean, we're barely halfway through the weekend, to be fair. Um, but, um, yeah, in, in the next kind of five, ten minutes, we're going to go across and meet with the Beer Shop Clock Show guys. So um, we'll, um, we'll head over and speak to them. So Adam here from Sheffield Hopcast with James, and we've got two guys from uh, Beer O'Clock Show, Stephen Martin. How are you doing? Hi, we're good, thanks. Yourselves? Good, good, good. Good weather? Oh, it's lovely. Just sitting here getting really crispy in a field at the moment. (laughs) So it's three o'clock, so two hours ago you've done your kind of, maybe your biggest public podcast you've ever done. Is it your first public podcast? Uh, It's my first public podcast, but not Steve's. No, we did did four live shows as, as the Beer O'Clock Show which were fairly, I mean, they were small affairs because they were in a bottle shop. So it was like 15 people, tops. Um, But this was the first time that we've done it on this sort of scale in terms of the amount of people in the room and managing the room and managing the interactions between us and the audience. So how did you find it then? Um, I I was in the audience, you you got there. I was a little bit late. I got on the wrong bus. I ended up in Chatsworth. Don't want to talk about it. Let's let's just move on. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. I think, think, personally, I found that you got some nice things out if not just you, but obviously people asking the questions, we've got some nice insights out of Thornbridge, which have never been fully, you know, on on on, on audio, I suppose. Yeah, so, so far they've they've not asked us to edit anything out, so um, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, our, our approach going into it was that we were just going to essentially facilitate the discussion between the audience and the guys in Thornbridge. So, so our job was to manage that and, and make sure there were questions coming through and the guys were comfortable with, with, with answering. So, and, and that seemed to work really well. Yeah, I mean, um, it, was, it was nice that they were open as well. They were probably more open than I thought they were going to be. You know, they, they were quite happy to take the mic. I know, uh, you know, Rob looked like he never wanted to take it, but once he had it, the answer... didn't want to let it go. No, he didn't want to let it go. The answer <laughs> flowed, didn't it? Did Rob ever look up? No, <laughs> but for the, to be fair, apart from the, for the purpose of podcasting, that's fine. As long as, as, long as your mouth's in the, um, the yeah. direction of the microphone, yeah. There was a really good question at the end, which I've got to mention because it came from kind of, you know, one, one of our own, someone from Sheffield, uh, Jules from Hop Hideout, who asked if Thornbridge were a band, what band would they be? And if Jaipur was a song, what <laughs> song would it be? Um, and they didn't really answer it. Simon said um, Stone Roses. Um, I, I, I mean, can we... We also have to come up with some ideas between us as to well, if uh, Thornbridge were a band, what band would they be? Personally, even though they are actually not in the same county as us, they are affiliated with Sheffield, and I think you know it, the other Simon is a massive Sheffield Wednesday fan like us. Um, he, I think he lives in Sheffield, and I'm pretty much sure everyone, a lot of the people who actually brew there, are kind of you know affiliated with Sheffield. So I was trying to think of Sheffield bands really, and. Oh, it's difficult. Do you go kind of more modern? Do you go old? Do you go pulp? Do you go Arctic Monkeys? Do you go? See, I was thinking Arctic Monkeys. I don't know why. It's just you know quite quite cool, but, but you know actually got some lodging. Lo- 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 can't say that word. Lo- lodging activity. That's not a word, is it? I say that actually. I, I, I was working at HMV when that first Arctic Monkeys album um, 
I'm gonna say dropped because I'm a cool kid. Um, but and now that kind of the impact of that bears somewhat had kind of come out of Sheffield for the last few years. I mean, Pulp had kind of phased out. Maybe Arctic Monkeys was that. It's like you know a big impact, big bang. You know, you know maybe 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 they are the Arctic Monkeys. Maybe. Boys, what, what do you reckon? if Chipo was a song? What song would it be? I'm I'm going to go for I'm going to go for the band and the song, and I think it's I'm going to go if Thornbridge were a band, they'd be Oasis, and I think the song would be Live Forever. Wow, that's deep. I like that. Martin, I can't top that. <laughs> you git. I'm, I'm really sorry. That literally just came to me in that moment. That, 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 that those two just work perfectly. <laughs> um, should we talk a little bit about beer? Because uh, you both have a, a pint in your hand, which is better than us. Because uh, we we gave up at the bar and went to the uh, the can bar instead because the queue was so um, so big. So so what have you? There we go. <laughs> I like that. It's the, the yeah, necessary it's podcast sound. Um, what have you had so far that, that you've liked? I don't know. We've had exclusively one beer since we've been here, <laughs> which is variations of Jaipur. Yeah. So up until now, we've been keep, we've been drinking cast Jaipur, and we've just switched to the keg version, only because the cast version has kicked. Yeah, the cast <laughs> version's gone. The, uh, the, the queue has got quite long. For anyone who hasn't been here, it's, it doesn't feel busy until you queue for the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's quite well spread out, isn't it, here? at peak ender but the bar queue is now quite lengthy i think we're keen to try and get to it was, it was interesting because obviously all the all the beer lists started going online in the week and the last one to be publicized was the actual thornbridge list itself and then when they put that list up it was like you looked at it and you was like you start questioning well why do you bother inviting any other breweries <laughs> when, when you can put up that, that many beers that was that many beers of your own that are so good that I want to try all of the Thornbridge beers before I even want to start thinking about what other breweries are here. No, I thought they were trolling me because they had no cast dry pour advertised. So I thought they were taking the piss. One thing I was thinking is like, I, I've always said this a lot of times, but we're quite spoilt with Thornbridge. So Thornbridge is like, as much as you will drink it, and you'll, you'll, get, you'll probably drink it more in pubs that aren't you kind of really good crafty or cask beer pubs because you think well I know I can get that so let's try something else if you're a bit of a beer ticker or what the the modern equivalent to maybe you just avoid Thornbridge for that reason that you know you're going to get it again quite quick if I live down south or eastern or wherever or wherever oh yeah I know it's pretty good well then people have just yeah, realised I think that, that is we, we are spoilt so I think our our view of Thornbridge has kind of blinkered a little bit I think yeah, you could be right um, do, do you um going back to that point then do you think that because for me down south and for Steve as well in Essex I work in London if I see Thornbridge I'm like I'm on it straight away because I hardly ever see it bottles I can get anywhere no I think we're really complacent because we've got I mean where I live I've got a Thornbridge pub five minutes up the road in one direction a Thornbridge pub 20 minutes up the road in the other direction Um, so pretty much anything that Thornbridge bring out is going to I'm going to be able to get on uh, predominantly keg or whatever format it comes out on within a 20 minute walk of my house and that's almost like become a given now maybe we don't realise how lucky we are because there's not many stuff there's not much stuff that Thorman's bringing out that you can't get in Sheffield pretty pretty well, easily the thing is there's loads of stuff especially on the actual cask and we, we, we spoke to Simon Webster the other day and um, the point I made was that that, you, that there's, there's beers that come out from Thornbridge that are not publicised at all and you literally go to a bar and go, oh, what's that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, there's loads that they're just put out there just for to, to 
you know to suit the local community essentially and obviously they, they don't bottle everything they're not like when the people who will like Ferdinand or Cloud Rock just literally just bottling every single thing they do they've got a core range which then they'll kind of go oh, actually that worked pretty well let's let's put that into a maybe in bottle, maybe that will go core range, see how it goes, kind of thing. You're like you've got Green Mountains in bottles now, which is going off to can. We've not, they're not done the Flora device, but that is kind of going to can. Um, you know, there's there's lots of things like the cocoa, 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 or whatever, and loads of stuff that we get up here. It's just you see it everywhere because we've got lots of bottle shops, we've got lots of Thornbridge pubs, and pubs that do stock Thornbridge beers who aren't Thornbridge pubs. So, you know, it's brilliant for us. But like I said, it's. We don't run to Thornbridge because we've got it on tap. We're spoiled. We're spoiled. Thornbridge is a is a rare beast in in, in Essex. You you maybe you get it in the occasional spoons who might have cask of Jaipur or something that they'll put on. Occasionally we'll see the odd cask in the alehouse. We'll, we'll have a cask of the beer on, but yeah, if if you see it, it's a case of yeah, I'm having a pint of that. That's 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 going to be my first beer tonight. I think we probably don't appreciate the fact that there is there is a north-south divide when it comes to beer because some of the stuff that, that we get up here uh, I think probably even some of the cloud water stuff probably doesn't get down quite as, as, as far, you know we're, we're, again it's the thing that you know we uh, pretty much every beer shop in Sheffield will stock pretty much every new release that Cloudwater bring out yeah, well, and I think yeah. it's from what I'm told it's a little bit more difficult the further south you go to get hold of some I of their new stuff Sean. yeah Sean who does the podcast with us who owns a bottle shop uh, Beer Central he, he was saying that like he's, he can order something on a a new release Thursday and get it the next Monday or Tuesday. It says that's not the case for someone down London. Then they have to use a different sort of sub distributor or whatever like that, or a kind of where where else it kind of gets that. So uh, yeah, being sort of what thirty miles or half an hour, forty minutes from Manchester, and that to Leeds as well. Essentially, you know, we've not got as many kind of progressive breweries as as, like, as local cities, but they're close. <laughs> I don't know about that because I mean. We have some really good breweries down south, but I mean, I would say over the last two years, it's the north of England which has really been hitting the headlines, I think. Whether that be places like Cloudwater, Wylam, especially the Northern Powerhouse series recently, the north really has sparked interest for people. And I think down south, we actively look for the northern beers now. And we trust them as well. So if one of the, the breweries, like say Northern Monk, bring out a beer, we'll go for it. Cloudwater to bring out beer. I mean, massive fan of their small beer series. I think it's amazing. I think they've nailed it. That style of beer that they've they've got works so well in that three percent range. And we will we will lap it up now. Um, obviously, Cloudwater are planning to open somewhere in London anyway, aren't they? Um, so we will have a bit more well on tap to coin a phrase so that, looking forward to that but yeah I can see why Northern Monk want to open up down there because Northern beers do have a big cachet down south now it's funny because I, I, so I've got the advantage that I was here yesterday where it was a lot quieter so I got through quite a lot of beer yesterday and for once and Adam will confirm this is true it's the, probably the first and only time that I've ever actually made notes of the beers that I enjoy because there's lots of beers that I enjoy I can never remember any of them so I made notes of them and just looking back at them they are, they are all pretty much Northern beers so uh, the Northern Monk Patrons Project City of Industry, and if anyone's had any of these, then 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 holler. Uh, that was good. The uh, Magic Rock collaboration with Verdant. What are the odds? That was really good yesterday. Really enjoyed that. I assume that there was probably only one keg of that, and it's and it's gone. Uh, but that was good. And then three, well actually four, really good Thornbridge beers yesterday. So Days of Creation, which has been around for a while, which is the raspberry barrel.
barrel age. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. wonder if that's and one that just keeps getting better. Well, it's it's changed. last time I had it. It's changed again. You know, it's different yeah. now. It tastes different. Uh, and that was that was good. I made the mistake of having that about probably five o'clock. And you think, where do I go after this? What what do you follow that with? Because it's such go? a deep beer. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I can't I can't remember. Seven percent. My memory after that was uh, is, 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 is yeah very hazy. Remembering um, no. things. <laughs> Um, two others. So I don't know if you've had either of these two. So um, L- Lucaria, L- Luca- is it Lucaria or Lucaria? Yeah, well, yeah, so the two version? two versions of it. So I had both of them yesterday: the salted yeah. caramel and the strawberry. Salted caramel. Salted caramel by far and away works yeah. better. That's not to say that the strawberry one didn't work, but that kind of fruit with a dark it's beer is a difficult thing to pull off. And they did an all right job, to be fair. It was it was nice. It tasted like you know those little strawberry. Um, Chocolates you get in the roses, oh, yeah. strawberry the delight eat. or whatever it's <laughs> yeah. called, tasted like that. Well, the thing is that beer's been out for a while because it was actually a collaboration with um, the Grove, which was at Huddersfield pub originally for the original Lucaria, and I think they did a one version recently, which was like the, I remember the strawberry one, and then since then they've gone, ah, people seem to be liking this, so it's becoming a mini series, and that's why now you've got the um, salt of caramel one. So watch this space, I would imagine there's going to be one or two more in that, um, the, in that the, range. That, that salt of caramel version, I did it. London Craft Beer Festival and it was on cask there and it it actually stained my glass in terms of the aroma I had I, I had to take my glass to the nearest like water point and actually scrub it to try and get all of the aroma out because literally the the, the, the two beers that I had after it just smelled like salted caramel and I was just like, this is this is killing every beer I've got in this glass. I've got to go and I've got to go and clean this glass up. And that's that's got to be that's the mark of a good beer, isn't it? Is is that it? Yeah. Yesterday we were joking yesterday about the fact if you ordered the salted caramel, you could as they were pouring it, you could smell it. The aroma was coming over the bar as they were actually pulling the pint. And that's you know that's remarkable for I, I I often get a bit frustrated with beers that are supposed to be a certain flavour that you just don't get enough of the the, the flavour from it. I mean, no such problem with that. Salted caramel is always a I've always found it a difficult flavour for beers to hit as well because they either get the, the the sweetness of the caramel without the salt or it's too salty without the sweetness. But it, for me, it had that it was that perfect balance. It was like eating well, it was like drinking a salted caramel millionaire sort of like shortcake thing it was everything you wanted in 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 that flavor at, at that time well, i'd argue that some chocolate companies haven't got it right you know stock, salted caramel has become the big thing in chocolate i'd say some of them don't get it right so for a brewery to nail that flavor in a beer both with the the, the taste and how it smells it's pretty damn good going and the fact that i'm actually talking about salted caramel beer <laughs> is something as well isn't it i mean who would have thought five years ago you'd be saying yeah that salted caramel beer and he's like you what is there uh, is there anything on your list that you definitely want to try while you're here today uh, well I definitely want to do the Jaipur X because uh, I've only had it from the bottle before um, because he's not had enough Jaipur no, up until this point <laughs> and they're also what's the uh, 12% um, I know it's the coconut stout but I'm tempted to find out maybe they've dialed down the coconut I'm hoping I'm Michelle might go for the uh, coconut one. There were uh, a few people that, that arrived at the same time that I did yesterday lunchtime. Their first pint was the 12% coconut. Sorry, the pint? Wow. Yeah, don't yeah. mess about a bit, mate. No. <laughs> Who says a north-south divide? I must say, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice them as it, as it got into the evening. They didn't seem to be around. I'm not sure, <laughs> not sure where, they, uh, where they landed. Uh, anything on your list? Um, no, again, it's just that whole... 
Thornbridge have got such a range here and there's, there's beers that you don't ever get to see outside of this area. So I'm, I'm just going to try and try and work my way through a few, a few Thornbridge beers and if, if I'm honest I literally haven't even looked at what the other what the other breweries have got on because the Thornbridge list is so extensive that's, that's, that's a testament to, to Peekend I suppose and it's like for the people who are not, are not doing that and not, not from around here and then to not look at the other breweries and just basically look at Thornbridge that's absolutely fantastic I'm just going to try and um, get um, to the bar that's an, that's an actual <laughs> achievement <laughs> um, and a final uh, sort of question from me um Opinions. What does the what does the future hold? What have you got on the uh, on on the agenda coming up, or do you just make it up as you go along? Yeah, I yes, we make it up as we go along. But no, st- just to be clear, Steve is always planning, always planning something. But w- the rest of this year, we've got um, there's obviously another couple of opinions on films coming out. So the next one being Highlander, not revealing the one after that just yet, because uh, Steve does like to to build us up for those kind of things. Um, and we've got just a, a couple of. Um, collaborations with people coming up as well plus we've got the um the sour show coming up which is uh you've been out and bought some sours yep. to challenge me with you're just replaying our episodes our <laughs> early episodes basically um because i'm not i'm not a fan of the sour beers so i the, the challenge that i said to martin was buy some beers that will convince me that sours are great so he's he's been out and he's bought a few beers and part of what we're going to try and do with that show is do a little bit of a periscoping in between so people can see the reactions to the beers but i'm quite keen that that doesn't take away from the normal audio content that that, that we do and that we get carried away with the 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 video content because we're we don't have faces for 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 television (laughs) hence why we do podcasting um so so yeah that's i'm I'm actually quite looking forward to the sour show it's going to be a a lot of fun and uh, steve doesn't know any of the beers that are coming up on that one You'll have to whisper them to me and Adam afterwards because we're both big sour fans, so I'd love to know what they are. We'll tell you if you've done it right or wrong. <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much. It's uh, it's the first time that the four of us have all met, so it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Really enjoyed the um, the bit with Thornbridge earlier on. I thought you did a, an excellent job. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the best of uh, luck with opinions as things move forward, and let's hope this is not the last time that we uh, manage to sit in a field and have a beer together. Absolutely. Cheers. Thank, thank you very you. much. I was about to say the sun is shining, it's a glorious day, and literally the sun's just gone in as I was about to start that, so that's probably not the best way of starting this, but um, it's James here, and um, I've got uh, a couple of people with me who, like me, have have been here for the whole weekend so far. Um, I have Simon, hello. Hello. And Vicky, hello. Hello. Um, Now, there might be someone that's got really sharp ears that recognises that voice just from the hello. Uh, but yeah, tell us. Obviously, you, you're you're a podcaster as well. Just tell us about it. Okay, yeah. So basically, uh, Beers Without Frontiers is the podcast that we do. It's been running since January, and we are Midlands based. So we basically uh, cover South Warwickshire, where we're based, and the kind of Birmingham kind of scene. So that's that's our thing, and we yeah been doing it for about six months now. Yep. So um, obviously, you were here yesterday as well. Um, it's a very different festival today to how it was yesterday. So at the moment, the, the rumour is the queue for the main bar is 45 minutes. Yesterday it was, what, about 45 seconds? Yeah, it was definitely a lot easier yesterday. Today has been a, a bit of a, a bit of an event, trying to, trying to get a beer just now. Yeah, it was about 40, 45 minutes, something like that, which is 
bordering on testing your patience a little bit. So I think it's just super popular today. I think maybe a lot of people here just for the day, maybe. I think the, the, the probably the sunshine is a few people has just tipped them over the edge and thought, yeah, you know, we'll we'll go pay on the on the door and whatnot. Um, right, let's talk beer for a bit then. What's what's been your favourite beers that you've had so far over the course of the last couple of days? Well, what was interesting for me was, um, so we did the run this morning and uh, we got a beer, a free beer at the end of that and uh, and it was the Jaipur and I was like, a bottle of Jaipur. I was like, oh yeah, this is good. Went on to sit and tapped and I was like, wow, I've never had this before. It's just like, but yeah, that was that went down well. So uh, okay, Just add to that, I like the way you flippantly said we did the run this morning. <laughs> so you, after, after a night on the beer and sleeping in a tent, you got up and did a 5k this morning. Well, we didn't sleep in a tent, we, we've got a and b Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, and we, we tried to pace ourselves a bit yesterday as well, last night. So, uh, it wasn't. Although I did end up on the 12% um, coconut porter as my nightcap last night. So, yeah, this morning my head was a little bit, you know. So, uh, but yeah. The, um, I, I mentioned this earlier to the Beer O'Clock Show guys that um, when I got here yesterday, it was about, what, about one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and some of the people that arrived at the same time. Uh, that is it 12% the um, that porter yeah. that was their first drink and I say drink their first pint of the day was that yeah. it's uh, I mean that's a good nightcap beer probably not a good uh, beer to, to start on um, what have been your sort of beer highlights I think um, basically uh, I've been kind of like trying various different things and I've ended up actually preferring other people's beers when you know you just go oh, let's have a try of that and I, I tried the the the, uh, the 12% uh, coconut porter that, that Vicky had which is probably the best thing that I've, I've tasted actually and it wasn't my own beer um, so but that's good but obviously Jaipur is here in all formats which is always a, a, a kind of you know benchmark kind of beer uh, and what I'm drinking right now the Ina Nitro Stout from Thornbridge is is also a, a, a cracking beer. Really good. Very good beer. Very good beer. Um, obviously, you were in the uh, the tent for the uh, beer o'clock show live uh, with um, the three guys from from Thornbridge. What did you, what did you make of, uh, of of that? Obviously, there's a lot of stuff talked about. Interesting time at the moment for for Thornbridge and for the for the industry. I think it was great. I think it was effectively a celebration of Jaipur as as being, uh, as was discussed pretty much, a a kind of, was it the definition of of craft beer really starting with Jaipur, which is open to debate a little bit, but I think it's, it's certainly got a good claim to that. Um, and yeah, it's just interesting to kind of hear about the history of Thornbridge and, and what they're doing and, and obviously how this event has grown and grown, you know, it's, it's just got bigger and bigger year by year by the sounds of it. This is the first time we've been here and I'm, I'm kind of super impressed with the, the location and just the laid back kind of atmosphere really. So yeah, it's all. Brill, um, and you thinking probably come back next year? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, the outdoor festival weather has got a little bit to do with it, but I think today temperature is perfect. Like you said, sun was out before we started recording, and now it's kind of gone in a little bit. But it's still nice, nice to have a little bit of respite. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. I think that's it. If you think about what it has been like the last few weeks, when it's like just relentless sun, can you imagine that in a field where <laughs> we would have been frazzled, and how much beer would we have wanted to drink? But yeah, this is kind of perfect in a way. Um, yeah, what it would be like when if it was chucking it down or whatever might be a different scenario. But no, it's it's such a laid back. 
yes, okay. Like we're all saying, it's, it takes a little bit of time to get some, uh, to get the beers because the bars are absolutely rammed, bless them. But you know, but it's just such a nice atmosphere. It's just you know, it's so nice and relaxed. It's just. And it's a lovely part of the world, and it's just, yeah, it's just all good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah tick, tick, ticks all the boxes, pretty much, really. It's, it's one of those things where, really, it's, it's kind of like a beer festival, but it's not a beer festival. It's this kind of strange hybrid between being kind of like some music stuff, events, food stuff beer stuff and all as, as Vicky was saying just in a, in a great kind of environment really just uh, you look around and you just sort of see you know the Peak District in all its glory so yeah thumbs up from us definitely brilliant guys it's been a pleasure lovely to meet you and uh, thank you for your time no problem thank you it is still Saturday afternoon the sun is now back out we had a little bit of a lull got a bit cloudy for a while um, I'm now, what, about an hour away from Sunstroke, which will be fun for uh, you two, because you're going to have to look after me. So, Adam's here. Yeah, I'm still drinking cans. You're now on, well, I mean, some people would say that you're breaking some cardinal rules now, because you're on Beavertown. Well, actually, um, this is, I already kind of, my, my brother-in-law put a little, he's got quite a few followers on uh, Instagram, and he put a little thing out more recently about um, what people's thoughts were on the Beaver Town thing, and it was about eighty percent slug and drink it. So, like, I mean, this is going from. You know, it's not like a big kind of beery thing, but you know, it's still it's still people who follow him because he posts beer stuff, and maybe like, now the dust settled, people have kind of gone, yeah, fuck it, you know. Interestingly, I think Beaver Town are actually doing a meet the brewer talk right now, and I can't see any kind of fire or anything, so I'm guessing it's going all right. Uh, we've been joined by. Um, the what what's hang on i'm sorry i'm distracted by she's got amazing glasses going on here um so we've been joined by laura hi hello and you have uh, i commented on the last opcast about the fact you got new glasses didn't realize they were like adaptable so you've just clipped like some what like sunglasses like lenses to the front that just attach clip on sunglasses adapter probably doesn't sound very cool i don't think it is very cool but i quite like it I think it's cool as fuck, to be honest. Yeah, and they fit in my bag, don't have to carry a second pair of glasses around, and now I'm not squinting at you, which is nice for us both. You might be, they just can't see that you're squinting at <laughs> us anymore. So, Laura, uh, you've been here since yesterday, like I have. Uh, what's been kind of the story of your weekend? How's it gone? It's going great so far, so uh, I've had a bit of a strange peekender, to be honest, because uh, we got here yesterday, um, started raining just as we put the tent up, but, you know, all absolutely fine. Uh, did a meet the brewer, myself and Jim, uh, for Abbeydale uh, yesterday evening. I went to look at the exotic parrots. That was a nice little interlude for my day. They keep making very strange noises. They're quite aggressive parrots, I think. This one was lovely. It just whistled at me, and then when I laughed at it, it laughed back, which was a little odd. But um, yeah, did the meet the brewer talk, and then just uh, had quite a few beers last night. Uh, today, I've actually had to leave the festival for a few hours, uh, which meant I missed the beer o'clock show uh, talk, which I was pretty gutted about. Uh, however, I have been wedding dress shopping with my sister, and she said yes to a dress. Excellent. So uh, it's been a roller coaster of a weekend so far and now I'm back on the beer so all good um, any beers that particularly stood out for you so far this weekend I mean I've drank a lot of Lucas 
and on a day like this when it's sunny it's always going to go down really well uh, I also tried last night the vanilla Cavan County which is the new Thunbridge Imperial Stout um, I think they've got three different variations on I missed the coconut one unfortunately uh, but then I did get to try the vanilla which was really good just super creamy really full bodied just really nice glad I only had a I had sort of a third of it I think just to just to try and uh, I wouldn't have wanted a pint it's either 12 or 12 and a half percent I can't quite remember so uh, big beer but uh, really really good anything on the list that you've not tried so far that you're hoping to well I've just missed the North Pinata <laughs> that I really wanted a pint of so I'm hoping that I'll come back on at some point later on. I can tell you it was lovely. It was ever so nice. I had a pint of it. It was absolutely beautiful. I'm trying... It was like pure orange juice. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm trying uh, in general not to get my heart set on beers because they're changing so quickly today. Uh, you know, you can get in a queue with a beer in mind and then by the time you're at the front, it's gone. So I'm just kind of going with the flow and seeing what takes my fancy when I get to the front. Adam, we've been joined by a new member of the Hopcast. Yeah. You need to uh, introduce us. This is Penelope, she's three years old and she's wearing a... What's on your t-shirt, Alan? Hopcast. Is it, so you've got the Hopcast half-point variety of the, um, the t-shirt. Are you having a nice day? Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, I, uh, I went for a walk last time and I'm going to my new, new nursery. You going to, okay, so you're going to your new nursery next week. Brilliant. Is it a good good weather? Yeah. Having a nice time? Yeah. Mucky pub? Yeah. Brilliant. Any good beers that you've had? So, oh, that's inappropriate, isn't it? That's not that's not a question to ask a to ask a child. Uh, right. Well, I'm going to go off in search of one of the Simons. So you've got the Simon that's the CEO and Simon that's the CEO. There's a lot of O's in there. Um, I'm going to try and find one of them to have a chat to about uh, how the weekend's gone generally. And um, yeah, hopefully speak to them in a minute. It has just gone six o'clock in the evening. Um, the sun's—it's kind of creeping behind the uh, the hills. This dramatic sort of backdrop that we have here at, at Peakender. And I am sat with—I mean—a couple of guys that might know a thing or two about the event we've been at this weekend. Um, if I can, I'll ask you both to introduce yourselves. I'm Simon Walkden. I'm the COO of Thornbridge. Uh, Jim Harrison, founder. So you are pretty good people to talk to about how this weekend's gone. Yeah. So yesterday and today, quite different days. Yesterday was a lot quieter. Um, it rained a little bit yesterday. And then today, the weather has been phenomenal. Absolutely spot-on beautiful. Tell, tell us about your, your, your weekend experience here at, at Peakender. Well, yesterday, as you said, um, the weather wasn't as, as great as today. Friday's normally a quieter day because you've got people arriving, putting tents up, uh, easing themselves into the weekend. Uh, so yesterday, for me, was enjoying it. A bit of socialising, chatting to people, going to a couple of the talks, enjoying a lot of the fantastic beers. And today I've done a, a podcast this morning and then my first ever stint working behind the bar for an hour and a half because it's been absolutely wow. hammered, um, which is great for us. But it's, um, yeah, we've got so many people, as you can see today, just turned up. Um, yeah, I'm tired today, <laughs> but happy. Jim, what about your weekend so far? 
Well, well if, if easing yourself in is what was going on about 10.30 last night in that, in that tent, uh, is like going crazy to the DJ and drinking, um, finishing off with one or two strong beers. I mean, I like the way people eased their, themselves in. Uh, today's been fantastic. Uh, so many day visitors, um, so many good talks. People like Garrett Oliver have just held people spellbound in the tent doing tastings of his ghost bottles. And the other guys in, uh, have, been, have been amazing too. So both bars, big queue sometimes, but we've, uh, we've got experts jumping in to help, like the CEO. Or COO, yeah. He's, he's now a barman, yep. par excellence. But no, we've got a good evening ahead of us. We've got good music on. We've had some good stuff already. The food's banging. Everyone's knocking really good stuff out. And tonight is going to be so different to, to, to last night in terms of temperature. So if anyone coming down late is going to have a, an amazing time because I think the place is going to fill up again. I mean, you must... Um, oh, yeah, way back when, many years ago, when you first started thinking about this... You must have moments now where you just look out over this field and just think, "How did this happen? What the hell?" You're absolutely right. It's been a it's been a, a roller coaster, and to put an event like this on um, is is just amazing. You know, we've got such a good team working so bloody hard. I mean, like Simon said, he did the bar earlier. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't even put myself back there because I'd just be a hindrance because <laughs> they're they're really on it. Um, and pe- people love the beers. I mean, we're just so grateful that people are, take the time, spend the money to come to an event like this because it, it, it's about it's about the beer. It's about people drinking the beer and enjoying it. And we've got like 125 beers on. We've got 15 brewers in, and it, it's amazing that, that I mean, I'm I'm ancient now, and the change in the beer culture is astonishing and and and, and so enjoyable. The fact that you can just get such a range of different drinks these days. Beer, when people say I don't like beer, give me a break. How can you not like this, this thing called beer? When any, it's like lemonade, some of it, beautifully done. And, and it, it's just an honour, actually, to have loads of people here. All these guys are so passionate about what they do. It's, it's, it's just amazing. I am blown away, as they say. I, uh, I can't sit at a table with you two guys and not ask this question, but um, what does the future have in store for Thornbridge? Um, yeah, I answered this question earlier, or tried to answer this question earlier in the uh, in the podcast with it. I think, as, as I was saying before, you know, the, the the beer market as a whole isn't growing, but the craft beer sector is, and it's just a great opportunity, um, you know, to take advantage of that. I mean, it's very competitive, as you, as you know, the number of breweries in this country, well north of two thousand now. Um, so there's a lot of competition there. But as I said before, it's all about just. The quality of the beer. We're not going to compete with people by making beer cheaper, by doing things where we cut corners. So it's doing it with that integrity, and, it, and it's a challenge. And we, we know we we have to invest money to grow the business. Um, every stage of uh, a brewery's growth requires more tanks, new packaging facilities, a bottling line, canning line, whatever. And it's you, you take a, a gamble every time you, you make the next jump. So. Yeah, we're looking to grow again. We're getting more tanks later on this year, and we're we're looking at uh, a canning line to add to our our bottling line. So that's that's the short term plan. Uh, Jules from Hop Hideout put you on the spot a little bit earlier on, where she asked you to decide what if if uh, Thornbridge was a band, what band would it be? If Jaipo was a song, what song would it be? Um, I'm maybe not quite as dramatically, but I'm also going to put you on the spot a little bit now and ask you what your favourite beer that you've had so far this weekend has been. That's a question to both of you. Got Jim first? Well, I'll take it first because, I, because I'm not going to answer it. Um, when people always ask about favourite beer, I always say it's about uh, time and place. 
and um, my, my favourite beer this weekend could have been the 14% stout last night when it was freezing bloody cold <laughs> or it could have been the Green Mountain which is freezing cold and very hoppy when it was super sunny this afternoon yeah. it's about time and place and I've had some really great beers from lots of great brewers and so I'm not going to answer you it's time and place for me so that, that's a good answer now uh, Simon now you've, you've got to actually give a direct answer to that can I not just say, well, I've been working, so I've not had time to taste it, and I can't really, can I? Yeah, well, that would be um, yeah, that would be like... It's, it's going to sound really bad because it's one of our beers, but to be honest, because we were here so long yesterday, I wanted to make sure that I was as steady as I could have been, and maybe that didn't work out in the end, but the, the, the one which has done incredibly well for us, uh, and I really enjoyed drinking it yesterday, was Green Mountain. Uh, I think we did 22 kegs. We're doing a keg every half an hour. Uh, and just, I think that style of beer, session strength, you know, just really fresh, hoppy and nice. And tonight, hopefully, I'll get to try a few of other people's beers a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that, that's the one for me so far. I'm, I'm sorry it's one of ours, but I'll, I'll give you a different answer later, hopefully. I think I think that's a fair answer, to be fair. I think Green Mountain's been one of the standout beers. It's been absolutely beautiful. And, and at such a low percentage as well for, for what it is in that style. Uh, a spot on beer for this kind of weekend um, guys thank you very much for your time it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, well there's still you know, a day and a bit to go let's have some fun yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the sun has definitely set it's been a great weekend it's been a lovely weekend I, I've, I've had a great time Adam what about you? yeah I was going to say the same thing the, this, if you look around yourself it's like a 360 of beautiful nice rolling hills with like trees like you would imagine if you had a little train set that you were um, you spent lots of money in uh, <laughs> beaties by little, tr- little little trees yeah brilliant um, Liberty Liberty ship nice little band's finished I think we might have one more band left to go it's 8 o'clock at night the temperature's dropped a little bit but like a nice really nice kind of settling in some of the kids have gone back mine's gone to get pyjamas on so might be returning but um the, the bar is improved you can now get to the bar in maybe you know 10 minutes so I'm now nursing uh, Siren half of their um, suspended an equinot and on the other side I'm um, nursing half of a Brooklyn Sour so like some two, two beers never even heard of are you in a better position now to pick out your best beer of the weekend because earlier it would have been Jaipur on the basis of the fact that you've only jumped Jaipur I don't know yet I've still got a little bit tomorrow I think but um, so far it's really nice to get some Florida Vice in I know we've had it and we've been championing that for a while now Um, but but to be honest this um, this Siren Craft is really good Uh, suspended in Equinox tasting really really nice it's about 4% as well which is kind of a hazy session IPA which is um, quite enjoying overall good weekend so far yeah Um, get his heads down tonight maybe a few beers tomorrow back to school on Monday